Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering your favorite and unknown movies, games, comic books, anime, and more weekly. We appreciate you being here and hope you enjoy the show. This is what we are covering tonight. We are going over another Robin Williams movie, World's Greatest Dad. But before we do, like, share, and subscribe to the channel. You can enjoy this show on YouTube, Spotify, Rumble, Odyssey, and more. We also have membership tiers on those platforms if you'd like to support the channel, or you can check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash KOE podcast. All right. All righty. So we did one Robin Williams movie last week, which was an irreverent comedy. <laughs> this week we're doing kind of a darker comedy. Uh, World's Greatest Dad. Uh, it's one of the last movies that he was... I don't know, not the last movie he was in, but within the last like five years, I think of his life. Oh wow! So, it's a darker, <laughs> a little bit darker than the other. I guess in my head, in my head, I pictured it was like one of those earlier ones, like '80s movies. No, no, no. This is much, much later. Okay, so he's older, Robin Williams. Yes. Uh, so we have a character named Lance Clayton, played by Robin Williams. He's an inspiring writer, and he has never gotten any of his works published, so he saddles for working as a poetry a poetry teacher at the high school that his son Kyle, played by uh, Darley Sabara, attends. One morning, Lance walks into his room to find him masturbating and practicing autoerotic asphyxiation. His son or himself? His son. That, uh, that sentence didn't fit to my head. Yeah. So what the hell are you doing? That, that's, that, 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 that one, that uh, fucking rope is too tight. Well, that's, that's you need a silk one. You got all this information up to him. Well, he, well, in the movie, he walks in like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Rob will be like, no. He thinks he's dead at first. Oh. So he runs in. He's like, oh, fuck. He runs in. And the kid, what the fuck are you doing, dad? Jesus Christ. People be freaking. Lance thinks he's dead, but Kyle just tells him that he's fine and to leave the room because he says he's a fucking idiot. Oh, like, okay. On the car ride to school, Lance unsuccessfully uh, tries to bond with Kyle, who repeatedly calls him and the music Lance likes. And I'll, I'll, ble- I'll bleep this out so that way we don't get banned on YouTube. A fag. Huh. While walking through the school, Lance bumps into a fellow teacher, Claire, played by Alexi Gilmore, whom he is dating. In the hallway at school, Kyle shows his friend Andrew, played by Evan Martin, some European porn, but Andrew finds it disgusting, as an attractive girl, Jennifer, played by Ellie Jameson, walks by. I'm confused. What's, what's, the, 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 what's, the Europe, what's the European part for? Uh, if I remember right, it was uh, somebody shitting on somebody else. Why is that European, of all things? <laughs> Why is that specified as European? It's basically building up that Kyle is a freak. He's in high school, but he's like into some weird, weird shit. I'm a freak, and I wouldn't watch people taking dumps on each other. Yeah, and he says that his friend's uh, gay for not liking it. So, well, I'm like, well, he, uses, I, I, he uses the F word. But... I, 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 what do you mean I'm homosexual for not liking people taking dumps? <laughs> he's like, I would do it. <laughs> Damn, he's already gone on the deep end. Yeah, he's like, in, he's already got auto asphyxiation. Like, yeah, bro. You know when you said that, it reminded me of a skit on uh, Robot Chicken, where uh, Marty McFly, he was Back to the Future. Yeah, he asked Doc how he got that bump on his head. He's like, oh, I fell, and then it, it cuts to the the professor hanging off of the the toilet. Like he's on the toilet lid, standing on it. He's got a noose around his neck. He jumps off and he starts jacking it hard as hell. And the rope breaks and he hits his head on the side of the fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. 
uh, Kyle makes a sexual remark to this girl, uh, which causes him to get into a fight. What do you say? You like Dookie? No, he says that pussy ain't going to eat itself. He's not wrong. <laughs> but just a random girl. Yeah, don't do it to a random person. Yeah. He gets into a fight with another boy nearby. They all get caught into the principal's office for the principal played by Jeff Pearson. And with the guy yelling, your pussy can't eat itself. They got into a fist fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> he walks up behind him like, the fuck did you just say to her? Because I think they're dating. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. And he gets his ass kicked. Uh, the other guy or no the Robert Williams dad or son yeah yeah like he gets knocked to the ground and he starts he deserves a bit of an asshole he probably likes that shit too he probably does it's like I'm surprised he's like get off me I fucking whore yeah probably (laughs) the minute the minute his fist touched his face he's like you gotta chub the principal advises Lance to take Kyle Uh, he thinks that he should transfer to a special needs school because he's like, you know, I wait. We, does that fall, fall under my philosophy of don't uh, ill someone's uh, yum? Yeah, they like taking shits. So I guess <laughs> that's their business. I shouldn't uh, condemn it because it's not wrong technically. But, but it's, still, it's still it's he's not still a kid. It's not my thing. Yeah, but this is a kid, so well, it's a little bit different. Oh, he's, a little bit. He, he shit. What is he shitting on fellow kids? <laughs> he wants to. And that's their business, I guess. I just, I just mind my own. <laughs> I just be, in the, I'll just be the guy. Well, the principal he thinks that Kyle should needs to go to a special needs school. Who's the, who's the principal? Uh, principal is played by Jeff Pearson. Jeff Pearson. Jeff mm-hmm. Pearson. Why does that name sound familiar? I think he's been in some other big movies. He sounds so familiar, and it's gonna aggravate me the whole episode. It will. Hang on, then. Go ahead. I'll, no, don't worry. But yeah, he, now he, I know why Jeff Peterson. Jeff Peterson is. Uh, is that his name? It, it's it's uh the for the sidekick for Craig Ferguson, on the Late Late Show. Craig Ferguson. Joffrey, I think wasn't that the character's name. I thought it was Jeff. They gave him the most generic name they could find. Yeah. I think but I think his full name is G E O F F. Yeah, Jeff Joffrey. Where they change it, the pronunciation. I don't remember. They always said Jeff, I think. Now I'm confused. But it wasn't the actor, no. Yeah, yeah. He just reminded me of like one of my favorite. It's funny that it's my favorite uh, late night show. I can't remember his name. Jeff Peterson. That's it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, he, he thinks that uh, Kyle needs to go to a special needs school because he can't do shit. And he thinks that he's acting out like this because he's mentally deficient. Hmm. <laughs> Then we have Lance. He finds out that uh, Mike, played by uh, Henry Simmons, one of his colleagues, has published an article on a famous magazine. Lance tries to look happy for him, but can't help but feel a bit jealous. Congratulations, you son of a bitch. As he notices Claire has taken an interest now in Mike. No, The woman that he's dating. No, baby, don't be like that. I might be like, go ahead, girl. If you don't like me, you don't need me. Then I'll, I'll find someone else. And of course, it's one of those kind of things where it's like it was his first time even sending anything into this uh, newspaper, and it gets published the first time. Man, <laughs> and this guy Lance, he's trying to be a writer for like fifty-five years, and yeah. he can't get a damn thing. Basically, yes. Ain't that the story of our lives? <laughs> when Lance gets home, some people are Goku, some people are Vegeta, <laughs> some people are instantly successful, other people are crying. I don't want to be a Sarah Super Saiyan anymore. I don't I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> uh, I don't care anymore. 
Uh, that reminds me of what was it? That little stretch where uh, Goku made Gohan stay a Super Saiyan for like a year. The hyperbolic time chamber? No, outside of it. Like where they just had to stay constantly in their Super Saiyan forms. You're a bad where father, it, Goku. Where it became like second nature for him, I think, where they uh-huh. would eat a Super Saiyans. They would probably shit. <laughs> shit that shit must blow out their ass. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> So, uh, when Lance gets home, he finds Kyle's friend Andrew on the computer and asks Kyle to send him home because he's grounded at this point for getting into the fight. Yeah. Kyle says he can't stay because... uh, Kyle says that he can't send Andrew home because Andrew's mom is an alcoholic. Oh, what's that? Wait, what's that with him? Because he doesn't want to send him home because his mom is an alcoholic. Lance decides to let him stay. And uh, Lance calls Claire while getting ready to go to her house for dinner. Claire! Like they had planned. But Claire cancels on him. Damn, girl, you're already leaving him that quick? I know. Lance spots Claire and Mike having a couple of laughs at the school parking lot, so Lance asks Claire if she likes Mike. Because he says that we, we've never said we can't date anybody else, but, you know, what what what's going on? She gets pissed, and she storms off angry, but later makes it up with Lance. Later that night, Claire cancels yet another date, so Lance settles with smoking pot for the night. Joking off in the closet, probably. No, sitting out on the porch. <laughs> on the back porch, smoking weed. Well, damn. Come on, Lance. Be a with, man. With his neighbor, an old lady that's right there beside him, where she's like, I can't breathe. And I'd be like, go outside then. What? He's, like, he, he's nice to her. He's like, well, I can give you some if you want some. And you're like, you want some too? She's like, no, I can't. I got to. She like puts the inhaler up to her face. Asthma. She's like, now if you break them in some brownies, I wouldn't say no to that. <laughs> I guess granny gets down. And they kind of talked or whatever, like over the balcony where uh, they were talking about uh, zombie movies. Huh. That's like a, Night of the Living Dead. That's an odd choice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the next day, while Lance and Kyle are uh, at the mall, they also spot Claire and Mike again, going up the escalator together. Damn it, Claire, Claire! Yeah. Kyle ditches Lance. Oh, don't be like that, son, please. And decides to go home with Andrew, his friend, to plug in the new computer screen Lance just bought him at the mall. Because Kyle convinced his father and guilted him into buying a new computer monitor at the mall. That night, Lance, Kyle, and Claire go out to a fancy restaurant for dinner. While they are eating, Kyle secretly takes pictures of Claire's underwear with his cell phone from under the table. Okay, now he's taking it too far. He's a weird little motherfucker. But now he's, like, crossing a line. Like, first of all, he's harassing a young girl yeah. at a school. Now this, it's he's, he's red flags everywhere. Yeah. So after dinner, Lance drops Kyle off first and then drops off Claire, but refuses her offer to have sex. Because he wants to hurry up and get home. Who, uh, Kyle? The the uh, dad, Lance. Oh. When Lance gets back home, he discovers that Kyle has died as a result of practicing autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yes. And he also finds pictures of Claire on his phone. just jerking at the Claire? Yes. And he killed him, huh? And he posted it on the computer and stuff. She so must could... be that great. Yeah. And you have, uh, as soon as he sees his son dying, it's like... He automatically breaks down because that's before seeing the pictures and stuff. He's like, it just kills him. Like you can tell that uh, they tried to portray it as like a like a truly heartbreaking moment for him. Yeah, it's his son. Yeah, I mean, his son's a fucking freak. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> to save Kyle the and uh, himself embarrassment, Lance buttoned up Kyle's pants. 
puts him back on him, and hangs his body from the closet and writes a fake suicide letter in order to fake Kyle's suicide. Oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. So he set it up as uh, his son committed suicide and not auto-asphyxiation. I mean, if you were going to choose one of the two, I think I would choose the suicide part. Again, if you need help, call the suicide hotline. But... Oh, man. Yeah. You also don't need to be playing with auto-asphyxiation because it's basically trying to. Mm, Yeah. It's the same shit. I heard Danny Carradine used to do that all the time. Or David Carradine. (laughs) Once uh, Lance returns to school after a couple of weeks or whatever time intermission. Yeah, between the the morning period. Well, whatever, uh, like, uh, time jump that they had. Yeah. Because they they jump from whatever day that happened to, like, a couple of weeks. All the stuff, like, pretty much like the the funeral. Yep, they passed over all that. All the grieving. Yep, they passed over all that. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Because we know how it's going to be, mm-hmm. so might as well move forward. Right, instead of uh, having that the, same the thing. The whole sequel of a montage. Yeah. Which is what most movies do, but this skips over it, at least. It's like a weird choice, but I'd, it I'd also makes sense. I'd have to see it in person to see if it works or not. It does. Okay. I, I guarantee you it does. Because I think everybody kind of knows how everything would work out anyway, so yeah. you don't have to put that in. And it's kind of one of those things that eats up time in a movie that you don't really need. Because it's like, yeah, he's going to have a funeral. It, the only thing that it shows uh, regarding somewhat of that is after uh, he writes the note, he prints off the suicide note and all that he stuff. He prints it out? Yeah. yeah. Well, he took the time to assume to sit there that, and type it out, that yes. his son would print out the... Okay. Yes, he did that. Put it in his shirt pocket. And then uh, you see the, the only thing after that is um, the ambulance coming to take the body. Jesus but Christ. there's no like funeral montage or yeah. anything in it. So once he returns to school, he bumps into Kyle's friend Andrew in the hallway. Andrew tells Lance that Kyle didn't seem sad enough to commit suicide, but Lance just blows him off by saying Kyle was a complicated guy. That was a court and death. <laughs> yeah. Because his friend doesn't understand how he didn't realize it, yeah. basically. Which I guess if that like really happened to somebody that their friend does that, you would kind of think... Damn, I didn't even they know. I never knew. So, uh, one day, feeling sad, Kyle calls Claire looking for someone to talk to, but Claire is at one of Mike's basketball games and blows him off. Oh, Claire. Yeah. That's cold. Lance bakes some weed brownies <laughs> and takes them to the old lady's house next door. <laughs> Not to, not to fuck. He's getting laid some one way or another. <laughs> no, I think he just wanted to talk to somebody. Yeah, I understand. She doesn't want to let him in at first because she's like, I don't let people into my house. <laughs> like, it's just barely holding open the door. It turns out because she's a hoarder. Ah, so a she's hoarder. got file, uh, like stacks of paper yeah. and stuff. And she's like, I know it's a fire hazard and everything. I just can't for some reason get rid of it all. I never really understood hoarders. Uh, it's more of a mental thing, I think. It's funny because like, I, I understand that at one point at the same time, like I, I have like t- like like a, a pendulum. Mm-hmm. Like You're like, I kind of need this stuff. And then like I need to get rid of all this shit. Yeah. And so then, you like, go back and forth. Like, then you'll have like, you'll let, I'll let pile stuff pile up and I just throw it all away. <laughs> I'm like a semi hoarder. See, I keep most things, but uh, I just organize it very, very well. Oh. And keep it, like, stored. My room looks like a landfill. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true about geniuses are messy, but damn. <laughs> so, sharing an interest in zombie movies, the neighbor invites Lance in to watch a zombie marathon on TV. Lance accepts gladly. 
When Kyle's suicide notes, or better yet, Lance's, is published in the school newspaper, no, all attention turns towards Lance as Claire pays more attention to him and more students switch from Mike's class to Lance's. I call that a win. A win is a win. Because this guy, Mike, he also teaches uh, literary class. A win is a win. <laughs> and uh, before, uh, before Kyle passed away, the principal also told Lance that uh, the next semester there's only going to be one English class. Ah. One elective English class. So it's a so duel- he was just depressed anyway. A duel, <laughs> like, a duel to the death then. Yeah. As students inquire more and more about Kyle and his interests, Lance, Lance starts making things up. Kyle and his interests. He liked people shitting into their mouths. Yeah. He's choking himself to climax. Yeah. Uh, taking, picture, <laughs> t- taking unsolicited pictures from women, which is highly... I, I, I draw the line on all of them. Yeah. He even starts writing a journal, pretending Kyle wrote it. The kids at school start wearing t-shirts with Kyle's picture on them, actually pretending that they liked Kyle when they didn't. They the entire time didn't even they, know who he was. Well, no, they knew who he was and called him the freak. Well, yeah, I mean, he's... They didn't know everything that he thought about, but they, like, he's fucking, he's just a creep, he's a weirdo. Is he just walking around showing people nude pictures of people? No, just his friend. No, just his friend? Yeah. That's why his friend's like, I didn't know. I knew he was a freak, but god dang... <laughs> Uh, Andrew, which is Kyle's friend, talks to Lance about saying the suicide note. It didn't seem like something Kyle would write. But once again, Lance blows him off by saying Kyle was smart and a complex individual. <laughs> Lance talks to the grief counselor, but he assures Lance that Kyle's suicide note has touched a lot of students, causing them to reach out. Oh, God. He assures Lance. His lie is getting too big. Yeah. He assures Lance that Kyle may not have died in vain. That weekend, Lance writes the rest of Kyle's journal, which he then gives to the grief counselor, telling him to take a look at it and see if he could publish it for uh, any value to the other students. Claire also takes a look at it, and they try to pick out a name for it, <laughs> called you, Did, uh, you Didn't Know Me, or something like that. Like, oh my god, she finds the most cringeworthy title for it there ever could be. They're going to publish his suicide now? His journal. Oh, his journal. Yeah. They published a suicide note in the school paper. Okay, okay. Just trying, you know, like my brain is just—you've uh, been hitting me with random stuff the last couple of weeks. And there's C and C, and I, I'm like, uh, then I read that article about the the 13 age uh, consent in Japan. Now yeah. it's 16. I'm a real. I, I I can't get hard anymore. That's what I'm saying. They published the journal, which is then handed out to every kid in the school. Lance grows all the more popular. But it seems as if Mike is starting to get suspicious. Lance cancels on his neighbor by saying uh, he has an emergency, even though he is playing golf with Mike and Principal Anderson. There, Principal Anderson tells uh, Lance... Mr. Anderson. ...that he's going to rename the school library after Kyle. Oh, no. (laughs) Even though he had once suggested Kyle be put in a special needs school. Mm. So he completely flipped on that one. Lance gets invited to go on a talk show. But as he is getting ready to leave, Andrew visits him again and tells him how the journal doesn't sound like anything Kyle would write. He said, there's no felching, there's no fisting, there's no... <laughs> he said all those? Oh, God. He's like, Kyle used to talk about that kind of stuff. Jesus. <laughs> like, his friend knew what he did. His what? friend knew, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lance get, gets a bit worked up and tells him to just let it go. And no wonder his mother drinks, causing Andrew to storm off. Everyone's always storming off. Yeah. I'd like to see that in person. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, after the show, the talk show, Lance gets a call from somebody saying that the journal has caught the attention of several publishers. And that they want to publish the book like nationwide type thing. Yeah. So the next day at the library dedication. Did he go did he go on Oprah and Oprah catches him? No. That she caught that one writer? No. That made up a bunch and she fucking tore into his asshole. <laughs> I know, I'll never forget that. I think that's what they were trying to make fun of though, on this, by acting like uh she didn't catch it. <laughs> Because that yeah. writer had lied about a bunch of stuff that he said was nonfiction. Yeah. And when he, uh, he she caught him on the man, she tore into him. I was like, man, <laughs> why did you go back a second visit? <laughs> so the next day at the library dedication, fueled by the guilt of exploiting his son's death for his own benefit and the hatred towards those who, to, who to are pretending to have liked Kyle when in real life they didn't, Lance tells everyone the truth behind Kyle's death. Oh boy. He's like, yeah. He, only, died, he died jerking it. Only in a movie would it uh, accumulate to such a pitch that it would be in that situation yeah. on live TV or in front of a bunch of people at the school. That's why movies yeah. are so magical. Revealing that he was the one who wrote the suicide note and the journal. Lance walks through the crowd full of looks of indignation. Now that everyone knows that he is living a lie. <laughs> and immediately after in, my, in my head right he, like he's walking to the crowd right people are like boo they just boo and then like him. and then like he stops right and looks over at Claire and they, they, they meet I die she, she, she does one of those scoffs like and then he keeps walking <laughs> well no what she does she's the first one to walk up to him after he says it and slaps the shit out of him damn yeah so after that feeling liberated he runs to the school pool and dives in naked you see any Robin Williams penis? Huh. Now I'm going to check this movie out. See what Robin Williams is packing. <laughs> but apparently he was a diver in high school. So now that he's liberated from lies, he just jumps off the diving board. Because it's like a... So he jumps and he's a dick just fucking swinging. <laughs> it's only through the water. That's all you see. Damn. I'm surprised more men don't go nude in movies. No. Just let that shit hang out. <laughs> Uh, Lance is now disliked by everyone except for his <laughs> no shit <laughs> except for his neighbor that takes pot brownies from him and Andrew his uh, son's friend Andrew still likes him who advises him to keep writing because the writing helped multiple people the movie ends with Lance his neighbor and Andrew watching a zombie movie oh that's sweet kind of while, while, while Andrew goes to go get one of the brownies because he doesn't know they're pot brownies <laughs> oh. So it is a dark comedy. Yeah, it is a dark comedy. Uh, it's one of those movies I think a lot of people overlooked from from Robin Williams, but but then he ended up, you know, doing his own thing, yeah. which is crazy for it to be a movie, one of his last movies. Yeah, I actually I need to, I can actually look it up to see when it was made. But yeah, it, it, I'm a guess twenty twenty eleven. I have no idea. Uh, Two thousand nine. Close enough. And Robin Williams passed away when? I don't know. Because I may be thinking that... Uh, uh, Sometimes they have movies on the back burner that don't come out till well after they've died. Yeah, uh, he passed away in 2014. So five years. Within that five-year period. So I wonder if he thought about that movie a lot during the end. 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, mm. to me, it's it kind of like with uh, like Chester Bennington from Linkin Park. Every song that they had was about mental health and like uh, I, there was a bunch of songs that he had like uh, uh, crawling where it's like crawling in my own skin. Huh. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> life is complicated but that's what i'm saying like it, him doing a film like that kind of shows the mental state that i think he probably really was in yeah maybe that's why he was able to play the character so well in that film because hmm. <laughs> he's kind of drawing probably from his own emotions a little bit yeah so i could see that overall though I, I it's not a 10 out of 10 but that's a good seven at least like as long as you're okay with a uh, with um, just some truly dark subject matter, dark stuff. Uh, the acting was really really pretty good in it. I uh, it's more of a little bit of a slow burn compared to some movies, but it's only an hour and a half movie. So. Anyone, anyone, someone, when they tell me slow burn, right? Mm-hmm. I tell them luck. L-O-C-K-E. If you can sit through that movie, <laughs> you can sit through any movie. So yeah, you if can you can sit, sit through that. that movie and be interested, you can sit through any movie. I promise <laughs> you. I Locke was uh, Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. You know, Venom. Yes. The entire movie, except for the very beginning, is all in his car. That's it. Oh, good God. That, yeah, that's it. I can't do And he's that. having phone conversations with a bunch of people because something went down. He's at his construction site with his wife, some woman that he got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, and it's just, it's just constant phone calls with various people. Yeah. That was it. And I, I watched, I was, I was in like euphoria. Because I could not stop watching the movie. <laughs> I was like, it was one of those movies where like nothing else mattered while you're watching the movie. Yeah. Because it was so compelling and I was so drawn in. And it's Tom Hardy. Man can act with a plastic bag. <laughs> and so if it's so uh, when people say it's slow, like you gotta be careful. It's a slow burn. I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> believe me, I know what a slow burn is. Well, like I said, it's uh, for me, it's not uh, it's not a Jackie Chan movie, like, Chan. and it's not like a normal Robin Williams movie. Like, yeah, I'm, uh, not, I'm not screaming. I'll do you part. Push that shit down some more. <laughs> I mean, it's not Mrs. Doubtfire. That it's not that kind of a comedy. So it's not the his, uh, his mental state sure changed from Mrs. Doubtfire to this. Yeah, he was doing a lot more darker movies as he got older. Uh, that's why I said Where he, he was died. like a kind of like a bad guy in one of them, wasn't he? Like taking pictures of people and murdering women i think there was a movie like that yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i think he was drawing a lot more on his personal emotions in this movie than wild yeah it wasn't just putting on that front yeah or acting yeah just a fountain of reality somewhere yeah but like i said overall uh, i'd probably give it about a seven <laughs> damn <laughs> if i can see robert williams dick i'll give it a 10 out of 10 well I'll watch it. <laughs> what, what minute does it cut his whip dick whip out? Very end. Well, 59 minutes in. Well, it's an hour and 30 seconds. If I've seen minutes. Tommy Chong's dick, I might as well see Robin Williams as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else to add? Was it circumcised? I did don't. It didn't show all that. <laughs> this is a little more silhouetted than that. Damn. <laughs> If you're gonna go full dong, at least full go full dong. <laughs> Who went full dong where you were like, God dang, let me think. <laughs> Who's gone full dong where you were like, God dang, that was that was that came out of nowhere? There was a full dong scene in uh that that uh Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Mm-hmm. Uh uh Bruno. 
Man, that was just a dick swinging in that movie out of nowhere. <laughs> it's funny how straight I am and how much I think about penis. It's a, it's a conundrum that I'm still trying to figure out. Like I guess because I'm just comfortable. I like women, and I would probably never hook up with a man or even a woman with a penis because I don't want to play with another person's penis regardless. <laughs> but I don't mind talking about penis. So yeah, whip it out. Let me see. I don't care. <laughs> if I become a movie star, you, you guarantee I'll go full down. <laughs> That's just walking on stage with nobody else. Be a rated PG movie, whipping out full down. Like, this is Toy Story 5, sir. What are you doing? You won't even be in the movie. My dong will be. Oh, God. But yeah, yeah, I would definitely recommend it, though. It's not bad. If you like Robin Williams in general, yeah, it's a decent movie. I loved him in uh, Hello Vietnam. Was that, was that what it's called? Uh, the Vietnam movie. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. But it, where he's like, "Good morning, Vietnam." Vietnam that's it, yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I watch movies for my storytelling, writing, uh, uh, Reservoir. So mm-hmm. I get ideas. But like oh, that's a good idea. Let me, if I can rework it to instead of not, not steal their ideas, but you know right. what I mean. Like I see how they've done it and see how I would do it. I don't go in there for nudity. Unless it's like something like uh, one of my favorite nude scenes of all time. You want to know what it is? Hot tub time machine. If you know the scene with the, the with the bathtub, you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> just so wet and just she just she just got. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we will see you guys on the next one. She just had some titties. <laughs> Bye.